what's up everyone welcome back to urban intellect season two episode two let me reintroduce myself so y'all know that it has been a while since i've been meaning to put out this episode and originally i was gonna do it around my birthday but there's so much in timing divine timing and we've talked about that before and right now is the best time to come back and be like you know what let me reintroduce myself so I just had to make sure this made sense and at the moment I feel extremely grateful for all aspects of my journey and I wanted to deliver my story and share who I am in the most relatable way because the power of storytelling has gotten lost in trends, hype, and even the slight narcissistic culture that we might find present today if you've ever been able to consider that. So I'm going to just give this a shot and see if y'all like it and if you can relate to it, great but I don't want anyone to ever feel like they shouldn't tell their story because your personal testimony can impact somebody in more ways than you know. So let's go ahead and get into this. I feel like some people will love what I'm about to do and this will make other people cringe, but regardless, I got your attention, so go ahead and listen up. All right, so the way I'm about to break down who I am and explain to y'all who your founder of Urban Intellect, the whole brand is, is by telling you the breakdown of my zodiacs. So if y'all haven't, you need to download the CoStar app. I didn't care at first, but just like anybody else who gets dragged into this zodiac hype, I started to relate to it completely. What we're going to begin with is talking about where my moon is. I took a personality test like two weeks ago and found out that I lead with red energy, which means that I don't like to open up. And I'm going to challenge myself right now by taking on explaining what my moon is and going from there. So my moon is in Leo and from the CoStar app, this means um, that the Leo zodiac sign however you want to say it rules my emotions moods and feelings and it's likely the sign you most think of or i think of myself as since it reflects my personality when i'm alone or deeply comfortable your moon so my moon is leo meaning my emotion my emotional self is dramatic proud expressive idealistic and somewhat self-centered you need brianna needs a lot of love care validation from other people naturally i would never tell anyone that i would never be open like yeah i need validation i need care i need love but to the t like essentially that's true and i wanted to start with my moon because like i said i have a tough time opening up and how i think of that what it's helped me learn about myself is that I'm learning my emotions and I wanted to lead with something that was going to be a challenge for me because I think a lot of people like myself will hesitate to tell who they are or back off from it because they don't want to be judged and I feel like I struggle with that vulnerability of being like hey this is what I require this is what I need instead I'm the type to act like you know what let me mask it up because I can go and get it One thing that I've learned is that I'm learning how to connect with my inner child, address my traumas and the things that I avoid. And it's hard to open up, but I don't want to, you know, look like a victim. But at the same time, I'm learning to grant myself that grace. I think that's important for y'all to know about me because I am very much human. And when it comes to putting something out that requires your authenticity and creativity, 
It also means that you're going to learn a lot about the things that you may have not had the space to think about before. So for me, that means taking the time to think about my connections and the people that I have in my life that, you know, I'm bonded to, such as family and longtime friends and opening up and being okay with new relationships. It has not been easy, but shout out to CoStar because you're allowing me to connect with my moon. And I know that there might be another person out there who rules in Leo, so I know I'm not going crazy. When I found out my ascendant, I was mad, but then I read it and I couldn't have agreed more. So my ascendant is in Virgo and your ascendant is the mask you present to people. It can be seen in your personal style and how you come off to people when you first meet. And some say it becomes less relevant as you get older and it can change often, but I have my ascendant completely tied in Virgo. I know for a fact that when people meet me, they meet me very much on, I think of Virgos as very type A, but I come off that way like, oh, she has her stuff together, she's ambitious. And especially with anyone who met me while I was in college, very much an overachiever. And it was always so awkward because knowing that, you know, the ascendant is only one layer, when people thought, they knew me or I did something or participated in something or said something and it didn't make sense to them I knew it was because you guys only know the surface level the way I present myself because at the end of the day like my moon is in Leo can you guys imagine how contradicting it is to have how you show yourself to be very type a and then your emotions are naturally like center of attention but very high demanding but leading in Virgo really is like hey, you know, like I'm the leader, I have control over this. It gets even better though, so hold on, it gets even better. For those who don't know, the sun or what your sign is determines your ego, identity, and role in life. It's the core of who you are and it's the sign you're most likely to already have known and connected with. And your son, mine being Sagittarius, for those who don't know, means I'm fundamentally curious, relentless, and independent. I have strong thought through ideas about meaning and what's right or wrong. Absolutely me. I'm a this or that type person. I'm interested in pushing the boundaries of the existent, and I live to be free, but I also live to learn. That's important for y'all to know about me because that's the foundation of what urban intellect is. It's a place where curiosity thrives. Your ideas do matter, but you better be ready to talk your shit and back them up. And that's who I am as a person. That's the core of me. I am the one who will come in and be ready to try everything and struggle with the details to follow through. But I know that at the end of the day, I have good ideas and we're gonna present them and we're gonna run with them and we're gonna try. So I hope y'all can bear with me in all my sad ways. I find it really interesting, like when you're getting to know someone, when they ask you certain things and it's a simple question, right? But it triggers you. So that question for me is what are your interests? Like, what are you into? What are your hobbies? 
I struggle answering that question because as a coping mechanism, I have assigned the things that I should enjoy that should bring me joy, pleasure, relaxation with productivity. And I've detached myself from being able to say what I enjoy and own that because I have used it as a coping mechanism. Now y'all know me as Brie from Portland, always moving, went to U of O, she's smart. She got a lot of brothers and sisters, right? That's not what I wanted to introduce myself as. Those are the facts that y'all can get anywhere and you can go talk to so-and-so to find out that type of information. Beyond that, I'm learning every day what I enjoy. And I have longtime loves, you know, music, writing, traveling, anything mindfulness and wellness is absolutely me. I thought it was so weird. I struggled to find out what I like to do. The line, are you really living or are you just dying came to my mind. And my interests on all levels were, like I said, you know, like coping mechanisms. They were my escapes growing up. School and most importantly, music were the two things that allowed me to escape the reality that I was facing, but also all of those things, how I came up and what I used as my interests slash coping mechanisms have shaped me and my reality today. So my relationship with like my education, which is what a lot of y'all will commend me on, was actually my way of getting freedom from the things that I was growing up around. So some people would praise my accomplishments, but I ran from my light because they reminded me of my why and my why was tied to a lot of pain that I didn't get to feel. And I had to grow up fast and I grew up learning that, you know, I have to be the adult in a lot of situations and not knowing what it meant to have peace really changes how you see things that are fun, hobbies, or just learning what your interests are. And that's just my truth. But music, my love, my teacher has filled me. I listened to a lot of Erica Badu and I learned so much from her about being present, letting go, being unapologetically yourself, evolving. And I credit her for the way I carry myself today. Though my life may have had its challenges, just like anyone else has challenges, I'm proud of myself for carrying that optimism that I can have whatever I desire. Because when it comes to manifesting, I've been doing the work. We're going to get a little personal for Curve and Chill. Now, accepting how versatile I am and how multidimensional I am has always been difficult because I'm somebody who treats life as this or that, and trying to make my whole being acceptable has always been a challenge. I'm working to just be and be aware because the present is that powerful. It's that much of a gift when it's treated as such. Tuning out what other people project me as is their perception and knowing that it's huge because when somebody perceives you, they come with their own ideas, their own experiences, and they put them all together to try to understand who you are. But that doesn't mean that's you. And that doesn't mean that that's necessarily been me. So I try to keep it simple now. If God and I know, then that's all. And that's all that matters. And I accept my light. And I want urban intellect to be a place like I've said of self-discovery that can happen and y'all be encouraged to be your best self and be able to tell your story I'm sorry to anybody who is just now listening to the podcast who really doesn't know me because you're meeting me where I'm at 
this won't make any sense to you, <laughs> but I did not want to come out here and just have one episode where you get to know me. You got to come back. You got to learn me. You got to learn urban intellect. That's essentially how you got to treat life, right? All right. So for the playlist, we have Dreamers by Anderson Pack, Bag Lady by Erica Badu, Tadao by Masego, After the Storm by Kelly Uchis, The Evils by Sir, Time by Sebastian Michael, and For You by Childish Major. So I hope y'all have enjoyed the gems that we've exchanged. Hopefully you can flow with grace through whatever test is presented and remember to keep that aura vibing.